Welcome, my Chicana and Latina moms. This space has been created only for you, solo para nosotras, Chicanas and Latina moms. In these episodes that I share with you, I talk about self-care and self-love and how to empower your being. You are not alone, and this is a revolución. We will continue to fight, fight for what is right for our being, starting with our own mental health, to be able to help and inspire those in need, starting with ourselves, our kids, our family, our community. I hope you enjoy all of these episodes that I record for you with all of my corazón para todas mis hermanas, Chicanas and Latina moms. Hey, my Chicana and Latina sisters, please do not forget to leave a review and give me your feedback. I would really appreciate it. This also helps other new listeners know what we're about. Gracias. Hola, my Chicana and Latina moms. ¿Cómo están? Espero que estén muy bien. My name is Amapola Ramirez, and I am the creator and host of Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I want to share that Chicana and Latina Moms podcast is going to be four years old, you guys, this year. It is awesome. I'm so excited. It's como mi baby. <laughs> and I love it. I appreciate each and one of you for always taking the time to reach out and for all the Chicana um, guest speakers that we've had and will continue to have on this platform so they can share their heart, their thoughts, and their journeys um, as moms, as mujeres, as Chicana and Latinas. So thank you so much for all your support. Um, I encourage you, if you can, to share this um, podcast with people that you know can understand the message. I talk a lot about mental health. I talk about my journey as a Chicana and as a hija de inmigrantes. And I want to be able to let you know that no estamos solas. You know, although we grew up not hearing mental health as a priority, now we know it. And now I'm here um, just kind of planting a little seed, food for thought, to know that you are valuable. That although sometimes as moms, we have so much responsibilities, we have to give it um, time, right? We have to give our time. We are more than just mothers. But we want to make sure that we take care of our being. The self-care is very, very important. But thank you again for your support. Now, today we have a very amazing Chingona speaker, and I'm so excited to have you listen to her heart, to her thoughts, and her journey as a Latina, as a mother, and as an entrepreneur. Her name is Yasmin Maya, and many of you know her as Beauty Bird. So here is Beauty Bird. Yasmin Maya is a beauty entrepreneur and a lifestyle creator, born and raised in the States of Mexico from a pueblo called Amatepec. Yasmin came to the U.S. as a young teen. Being the only girl in the family, Yasmin taught herself how to do her makeup and loved glamming her mom and tias. 
In her first video uploaded in 2012, she speaks about an incident that almost burned her face, burning all of her lashes. Since then, she's been an avid user of falsies to define her eyes. At the age of 21, Yasmin took a leap of faith and decided to start a beauty YouTube platform, naming it after her nickname, Birdie, but with a beauty twist, Beauty Bird. Eight years later, Yasmin has created a safe home for her beauties, showcasing herself as a proud Latinx with over 3 million followers. Yasmin has become an authority in the beauty space, working with large beauty brands and breaking down barriers for Latinx consumers and talents alike. She's used her voice to speak up and showcase that she is proud of her Mexican heritage and it is seen as an inspiration to those who feel the need to hide their background to be accepted in the beauty industry. In 2020, she achieved her biggest dream yet, and that was the launch of her very own brand, Birdie Lashes. This brand came out of Yasmin's passion for the beauty industry, the love for her culture, and wanting to create lashes and lash tools that are not only the best quality, but affordable, always keeping her beauties in mind. Yasmin is also a proud mother of two beautiful daughters, sus dos hijas, Jaylene and Kayleen. She lives in California with her husband and parents. Aside from beauty, Yasmin also uses a large platform she has built as an opportunity to share her pregnancy journey and advice. She wants to shed light on motherhood and connect with other Latina moms around the world. And here's our chingona guest speaker of today's episode. Yasmin Maya, also known as Beauty Bird. Hola, Chicana and Latina moms. ¿Cómo están? Thank you so much for being here. I have a chingona guest today, Yasmin Maya. Thank you, Yasmin, for being here. It's an honor. ¿Cómo estás? Hi. No, well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm doing great right now. It's a beautiful day, so I can't complain. <laughs> it is, definitely. Oh, thank you again. So you're here to share, you know, your journey as a Mexicana, you know, an immigrant. And you're yeah. a mom, you're an entrepreneur, and I have seen um, you know, your videos and I love that family unity that you have with your parents and with your husband, with your cute daughters are so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> you make me want yeah. to like, I wish I had a daughter. <laughs> um, I'm a boy mom. That's why it's like, you know, but they're so adorable, yeah. but yeah, thank you so much, you know, for making the time. So, um, you know, if we can start off by you telling us about you and your family, yeah, um, so, you know, like you mentioned, my name is Yasmin Maya, um, but everybody knows me as Beauty Bird on social media, and uh, as far as my family, I have my husband, who's named Valentin, I have two beautiful daughters, Kylene and Jaylene, yes. and I'm super close, like you said, like you mentioned, to my parents, they are 
it's just a strong bond that I always need to have with me. Yes. Because um, you know how as Mexican in culture, like, we're very united. So yes. Oh, me, my God. So yes. <laughs> yes. I have my two parents, Juana and Francisco, and I also have two brothers, uh, Ferdo and Eddie. And, you know, we... I don't know how we got started on social media, but it was yeah. basically from the nothing. And now, you know, everybody knows us as this united family that is always um, doing everything together. So yeah. whether it's on my YouTube channel, on Instagram, TikTok videos, whatever you yes. know, but we're all united doing something. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I think like one of your brothers has a YouTube channel and your parents yeah. have a YouTube channel, right? Yeah. Like, oh, that is yeah. so nice. That's good. We all started uh, growing <laughs> on social media. <laughs> yes, that's good. And um, your parents, where were you born? Um, we, I was born in Amatepec, Estado of Mexico, okay. same as my parents. Um, and one of my brothers was also born there. Um, it was only the littlest one that was born here in the United States in Santa Barbara. Um, oh, okay. And, and funny enough that my husband is actually, you know, he's Mexican as well, but he was born in Miami, Florida. Oh, wow. It's just, okay. It's, we have the complete opposite story. So I was born in Mexico, but raised here in the United States. And he was born in the United States, but um, raised in Mexico. Oh, oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. <laughs> and then you guys reunited <laughs> in Carpinteria, right? In <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. All right. So what has been the most difficult journey as a Mexican immigrant for you, Yasmin? For me, it has been living in, in fear when I didn't have my legal status. It was always a gamble of not knowing what's going to be your future. Yeah. Um, having to see what opportunities can be, you know, opened up for you because you know we're very limited when it comes to knowing what our future is going to be with our job or our education so it was kind of basically a juggle of like not knowing what the future would hold and if one day you're going to be gone again or what's going to happen yeah um so i would say that's the biggest issue that yeah when i didn't have legal status yeah yeah because i think i had seen right that you left the United yes. States for how long did you leave for three years oh wow yeah it took me three years to fix my legal status and I did not expect it to be that long honestly yeah but a lot of people don't know and realize that it takes a long long time to go through the whole entire process of fixing your legal status oh yeah wow I know I've heard people say 10 years and I'm like what yes that's crazy yes. And honestly, that was going to be my case. Mm -hmm. The only thing is that I applied for an appeal and I got it approved. Oh, Other than that, good. I think I would have been, it would have taken a 10 year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So, I mean, you were pretty much raised, right, in the States, like when you were little, right? Yes. So yes, then I came here when I was only a year and a half. So oh. this was all my life. Yeah. How old were you? Only a year and a half when I came into the United States. No, but when you went to Mexico? How oh, when you? I went to Mexico, I was 18. Oh, wow. So, yeah, then he has, like, you're already, like, this is foreign for me, going back to Mexico. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wow. had no idea what it was going to be like. It was a whole new world for me. Yeah. No, I. it does. It's. It creates a lot of anxiety, right? And, and like yes. you said, the fears of, like, um, what's going to happen, what's going to happen, and 
I'm glad you appealed. So yeah. it sounds like the most difficult journey for you, you know, as a Mexican immigrant has been the unknown through that journey. Yeah. yeah. But I'm glad you made it. I'm glad. And it sounds like, yeah. you know, because you were married, right? I think at 18? Yes, I got married at 18. As soon as I left the U.S., my husband, uh, well, now my husband, mm -hmm. um, he went after me and proposed and said that, you know, he never wanted to lose me, so Aww. I was going to fight. It's like a whole, like, romantic thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it worked out in the end. Oh, the, el, el amor del bueno, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And um, how do you think your experience as the uh, Mexican immigrant helped you in your business? And let's start with the business and then we'll attach it as a mom. What do you yeah. think? Mm -hmm. um, honestly, I feel because a lot of us uh, can't speak up or can't be felt represented, mm -hmm. I wanted to to have that in my brand, for, to make others feel seen, to make them feel represented. And not oftentimes do we see that um, with other brands. So I wanted a little piece of me to whatever with what I can do with my brand to make them feel seen and represented. So whether it's, you know, in my launch campaigns, bringing a little bit of our culture into it mm -hmm. or donating because we, we've donated twice um, to organizations to help our community so nice and what other way i can do it i will do it you know yeah so yeah it's just it's that it's that um lack of representation that i wanted to have in my brand that i wanted them you know to feel seen yeah you know what and that's so important because you know when we look into youtube i mean i personally i'm sure i'm not the only one like okay who can i relate with you know, yes. culturally, and um, I muchas como Americana, you know, white, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, no, I want to support my girls, you know, and and yes. what they're doing. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then I also saw, I think there was an event you had, and you had banda, and I was like, okay, that's my girl right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, I was one of the first people to bring a banda into a launch event. And yeah. Everybody. Shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was so awesome i like that yeah i was like i was like i'm gonna represent the way that i truly am <laughs> yes no yeah because it's genuine you know it's yeah. your brand it's you and um that is really good so it sounds like with your business right it's a piece of your heart a piece of your journey you know and the way you perceive life obviously as a mexican immigrant so that's yeah. that's really good. So you started off as a YouTuber because of your mom, right? She encouraged yeah, she it. She was the one that encouraged me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's now I think I'm like my mom would have never encouraged said that. She would have been like, no. really? Yeah. I'm like I don't think she would have because I don't know. I, it's interesting. So to hear yeah. that your mom was like, no, Mikaela, haz esto because it sounds like you. She saw that love with makeup, right? Yes, she would. She has honestly always told me as I was growing up, like, you should become a makeup artist. You're so good at makeup. Like, I can tell mm. you love makeup. And me, the rebel girl that I was as a teenager, I would be like, no, you're crazy. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Like, I just didn't want to do what she was telling me to do. Yeah. <laughs> but when I started telling her about, you know, YouTube and how I would see these girls putting on makeup and she would like finally talking about it more and more about it that's when she was like why don't you do it you're so good at it you don't have nothing to do just go wow. for it like you have nothing to lose yeah Emira. 
Yeah, and it's so so cute because honestly, I didn't have any makeup starting out. Like, I was out there in Mexico with nothing. Oh, that's right. And she was the one that sent me all of her makeup and her little red camera that she would record our Christmases. Oh. And that's how I got started. Yeah. Oh, that is so cute. And you're the only girl, so it sounds like you and your mom have, like, this bond, right? Where it's like, she's guiding you in the best way. And also, I think because you said, right, you... Um, I'm a, I'm taking it as like when I think of parents who lived in Mexico, there's been poverty, right? Like my parents, the yeah. same thing. There was a lot of poverty and and they did that sacrifice. So it sounds like your mom, you and your dad crossed over because you're the no, are you the oldest? Yeah, I'm the oldest. Oh, you're the oldest. Okay, so then they crossed over. I mean, you guys can totally relate to that struggle right of crossing over and i mean you don't remember but i'm sure you know there's that impact you know because like your daughters they're little right but but Uh the the environment influences right um their their behavior good you know like triggers in that manner especially for children who cross over um and i say this because i was uh, reading an article and i was talking about kids that cross over even though they don't speak it still impacts them because it's a big change yeah you know yeah yeah so um and what about you know as a mom what do you think has you know based on the experience as a mexican immigrant how has that helped you as a mom um it has honestly helped me more in knowing what i really want to uh, engraving to my daughters. So the fact that I, I want to have, you know, their first language be Spanish. Mm-hmm. I want to have them be proud of their culture and where they come from and to never feel ashamed of, you know, where we as parents come from as well. Yeah. Um, because I know how important it can be for our community and not just our community, but just as, as themselves that they should never feel ashamed and should instead feel empowered by it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Because then, you know the struggles and you want to share with them, you know, yeah. um, the culture. Yeah, I have met moms that will say, you know, growing up, I was embarrassed to show that I liked Mexican music. And that was me, honestly. Yeah. I was, I was one of those, yeah. It, it, I felt at one point embarrassed and, and wa- wanting to hide where I was coming from and who I was as a person, honestly, because when I first started at YouTube, there wasn't a lot of Latinas yeah. like, at all. Yeah. And... And everything had to be so perfect, and all the brands just wanted to work with, you know, certain, this type of girl, you know? Yes. But it, 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 it didn't include anything that, that had to do with me as a person or my culture. So, in, in that moment, I felt like I just I just needed to hide who I was until one day I just said, you know what? F this. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't care. I'm, I'm tired of, you know, hiding who I really am. And it wasn't until I was doing one video where Spanish music was playing in the background and I just started singing and dancing to it and a lot of people started opening up. Oh, wow. So that made me feel confident in wanting to share my entire life with them. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Like it motivated yeah. me like, okay, I'm not alone. Yeah. No, I could also relate to that as well. You know, growing up, it's like, oh, Mexican music. I'm like, now I'm like, ay, me vale. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. care. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to be me. Si les gusta, great. Si no, pues ya ni modo, you know? Um, but yeah, okay. Well, you know, there's so many amazing things that you shared so far regards to your journey. Um, and that has helped you to shape you with the woman you are now. 
right? And the mom, because we're more than just moms, right? We don't want to lose our identity, you know, because, exactly. yeah, because then forget it. At that point, we're like, oh my God, we feel like so disconnected with our own being, but I'm yeah. glad. It sounds like you're in tune. I see, I saw that you are in your workout postpartum journey, right? Right now? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you are, you're a great example with that. Definitely. Um, so what is like the legacy you want to leave behind to your daughters besides what you just have shared so far? It's something that honestly, I always share as well with my community, my beauties, as I call them. Yeah. Um, is that with love, dedication, and a little bit of courage that they can make any dream possible. Yeah. And, and I want them to, to always remember that to live their life un día a la vez. I always say this to everyone and I yes. even have made merch about it, but it's, it's so important because in a blink of an eye, your life can change. And I, that's happened to me so many times that I, my life just completely changes. And in that moment, I just feel like I didn't appreciate the moments that I was in. Yeah. And so now that's what I take from my life. Like in my experiences that, you know, live in the moment, live Un dia a la vez, yeah. and that's how I want them to grow up. Yeah, that's good. That reminds me of that canción, that Catholic, right? Un dia a la vez. Yes. <laughs> it's, yeah, and it's so true. Yeah, because sometimes we live in a society where it's like there's so much anxiety of the fear of the unknown, right? But it's like, wait, we have to be present and present with our kids so that they can know what that looks like and feels like, right? Yes. So that's really, that's really nice. And how would you describe each of your daughters? Oh my god, they're completely the opposite of each other. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I would say that Jaylene, which is my oldest daughter, uh, she's the really outgoing, always like happy and positive and yeah. loud. Oh. <laughs> um, if you're in the room with her, she's always going to be smiling, talking to Aww. you, letting you know what she wants, letting you know that she wants to play with you. Yeah. <laughs> the littlest one. She's not there yet to show much of her personality yet, yeah. but as as from what I've seen from her, she's a little bit more tranquila, like, you know, more calm. She does like to talk a little bit, like, you know, she'll start, like, babbing at you. Yeah. Aww. But she's a lot more calmer than as opposed to Adeline when she was her age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're so cute. And I know they're so different. That's why I hear people say, like, I have you know, this, the same kids from the same parents, but why are they so different? Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't believe it until now I see it with them that I'm like, wait a minute, Jaylene was never like this. Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, who's the disciplinary or who's the passive parent? You know how there's always a parent that's like, no, dejalas, you know, between you and your yeah. husband. How does that? Um, I would say that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> at the end, I re always remember, like, you know, my, I grew up with a really strict mom. So my yeah. mom, I love her to death, but she was so strict on me. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like, you know, we need to let our children be children, you know? Yes. And, and again, it's because I feel like because how my mom grew up that, you know, by the time she was seven, she didn't have her dad. Um, my grandpa passed away. Oh, so she okay. needed to grow up basically in that age in that moment so I feel like you know she wanted to root that a little bit in me but then yeah. at the same time I felt like I just want to play with my Barbies <laughs> I know yeah <laughs> instead of going but to go clean my husband, 
he tried to do the same because, again, he was also raised with strict parents. Oh, okay. And so sometimes I have to remind him, like, hey, it's okay. Like, let her cry. It's fine. She has feelings. She's frustrated. Yes. <laughs> no, totally. I agree with you. Yeah, my mom was very strict. And it was like every Saturday morning, it was like, wake up so early to clean. I was like, yeah. why? <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that crazy? And it's like, what the heck in their mind? But you know what? Now I'm like, oh my God, I appreciate it because I like to clean. I know, right? (laughs) It paid off, definitely. (laughs) Okay, so because you definitely have an experience, you know, of your journey as a mom, as an entrepreneur, um, you know, what are like three recommendations? that you would share to all our Chicana and Latina moms slash sisters who feel afraid like of accomplishing their dreams? Like what are some three consejos que puedes darnos? Ooh, there's consejos. Let's see. This is hard because I, I could go on and on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one is to start because if you don't start, how will you ever know? what could have been of your life or your dreams, you know? Yeah. You never know if you can make them a reality or not if you don't start. So the first thing would be just start. doesn't matter. Okay. If you're scared of what others will say or if you're fail, just take them as learning experiences and let people talk. Let them, you know, as long as you're talking, it's creating a buzz around you yeah. <laughs> about what you want to do, you know? So yeah. don't be afraid of that. Because yeah. I know a lot of people and a lot of girls always message me about like, oh, you know, like the achievements and this and that, you know, and I'm like, let them talk. You focus on yourself mm-hmm. and and just focus on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I would say the last thing is just be consistent. Um, even if it's, if you're putting a little bit of, of your time a day, you know, it adds up, it'll, 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 It'll kind of like start yeah. the little snowball, you know, and it'll, yeah. you know, it'll, it'll keep going. Yeah. So as long as you're putting a little bit of consistency into your dreams of like whether that's, you know, working on them at night or whatever, or like the first thing in the morning that you want to put a little bit of effort into it, you know, it'll eventually grow. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. You know, it's better to move slowly than not at all. Right. Yes. Yeah, like little little steps go a long way. Yeah, y el miedo siempre va a estar allí, you know, yeah. even no matter what. I mean, I've seen even Jennifer Lopez say, like, I still get nervous and scared, you know, to perform. Yeah. And she has all this experience, but yeah, pero, you know, I've said it, like, aunque um, nos den nervios y tenemos miedo, pues hay que hacerlo con miedo, you know, and um, yeah. slowly and surely, but... Yeah, that's really great advice, especially because I'm sure you're not just saying it, but you've implemented. And that's definitely what we see um, in your story, in your journey. And being a mom is so, like, rewarding. But it's, like, scary because, you know, we have these fears of, like, Dios no lo quiera. (laughs) You know, we don't want anything to happen to our babies. But um, I know know that's that's the, the difficult part as a mom. But um, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your heart and and your knowledge with beauty because honestly like I like makeup but I you're a pro and I'm like level like two (laughs) but (laughs) I remember that at one point I was not a pro I was learning I know (laughs) that's true I boy trato but um you know I think it's really nice that you share that knowledge because you know some people perceive makeup differently right but 
Oh my yeah. God. It feels so good to like put it like a good foundation and you know, all of these things that just come together and to create. Confidence, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cause it's like an art, I think, you know, yeah. it's, it's really nice and you definitely um, do an awesome job in representing our gente and that's really beautiful. You know, we have this perception in our society that our gente is criminals or that, you know, they're, you know, just very low and you with your platform and others and myself where I think as we work separately, but together we're making an impact, right? To yeah. Let people know, like, no somos criminales. We're, like, more. Now, we have a lot of beautiful qualities, and this is who we are. You know, every video, every episode, everything that we put ourselves out there, definitely um, we represent each other, right? When it's good, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, but thank you. Thank you so much, Yasmin, and um, thank you of to course. your parents because, you know, they brought they gave you a foundation to definitely, you know, work ethics, right? Your dad, yeah. your mom, and your husband and your daughters are definitely observing, taking in all of that knowledge. But gracias. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you again for having me. <laughs> yeah, no, you're very welcome. Anytime, anytime. So gracias, Chicana and Latina moms, for listening. Stay tuned for more. Cuídense. Dios las bendiga. Adios. Gracias por escuchar. Thank you so much for tuning in the Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Chicana underscore Latina Moms podcast. And also, don't forget to leave a review. Gracias.